0: To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss weight loss. That's plushcare.com weightloss weight loss. Hey hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story which comes from Substantial weird 504 and says Would I be the a-hole for putting a camera in the kitchen without telling my husband? So, some strange things have been happening. My husband is complaining about me forgetting things like loading the dishwasher and not switching it on or leaving the stove on after cooking or not putting things back in the fridge, things I'm 95% sure I remembered to do. I'll switch on the boiler, aka water heater for US readers, for a hot bath, and an hour later it will be off. My husband says he didn't touch it. And this morning, I came to brush my teeth, and my toothbrush already had toothpaste on it. What the hell? Did I come earlier? Did I not brush my teeth last night? That's just plain weird. Now, I might be in denial, or have paranoia, or an exciting extra, or I just read too much Reddit but it occurs to me this could be gaslighting in the old-fashioned sense. I have no reason to suspect my husband of doing anything like that, but like affairs, that's what everyone thinks, isn't it? So I would like to install a camera to reassure myself that it's really me doing these things. Obviously, I can't get permission from my husband without defeating the whole purpose, but I don't want to damage my relationship in the much more likely case that all this has nothing to do with him. Would I be the a-hole for temporarily invading his privacy to make myself feel better? Edit It seems like step one needs to be checking for carbon monoxide. I'll postpone any other decisions until that's checked. Thank you everyone for your comments and concern. For those concerned for imminent problems, will I get that checked. Thank you. But if it's a problem at all, it could only be in very low doses. This has been a mild problem for months rather than an acute problem in the last few days. I'm not showing any other symptoms. Husband isn't showing any signs at all. We do have a ceiling mounted detector that hasn't sounded any alarm, and besides, my bedroom is upstairs. Update The CO detector is showing 0 ppm, so not the problem. Along the way, I've also learned CO is not heavier than air, that's CO2, and the detector can be put pretty much anywhere away from airflow or steam sources. Memory loss of this type is not a typical symptom anyway. The symptoms to watch out for are headaches, dizziness, drowsiness, and nausea. Taking everyone's advice, I have applied for an appointment with my GP. I'm looking to get in a vlogger style body cam to video myself when I'm alone. If it shows me forgetting, then it will be helpful in diagnosing how I'm forgetting. If it doesn't, I can look into further steps. Quick edit to add. We're both mid 40s, so to so unlikely but not impossible to be dementia. My periods are extremely regular, so unlikely to be perimenopausal, but I'll check that out with my GP. Thank you, everyone, for your care, concern, and advice. I am overwhelmed by how helpful everyone is being. For all of you who have shared your own stories of gaslighting, my heart goes out to you. I Hope you're doing well now. Now for me, I'll start off with that last suge- one of the last suggestions that said, you know, recording yourself like some sort of body cam rather than the other way around. Because I think, I don't know if it's right, but if you did set up a secret camera, husband finds it, then, you know, it's, it's just not good, is it? Whereas if you're checking for yourself, then you have every right to do so. But also, the first paragraph in the, at the very start that said, my husband is complaining about me forgetting things like loading the dishwasher and not switching it on or leaving the stove on after cooking. And, you know, he doesn't seem overly concerned by this. And there was lots of comments which Opie's already addressed about the carbon monoxide, so we won't go into that anymore, and we do have an update in a second. But Terabyte says, So hard to vote on this one, since it really comes down to if there's a medical condition at play, or if he's gaslighting you in the truest sense. Info, how often are these events happening? As a few others have said, I'd mention setting up the cameras to him and see if he's supportive or not. If you're truly forgetting, I would think he'd be 100% on board in order to prove his point. Setting them up with his knowledge should also help you see if weird events are captured or oddly immediately stop once the cameras are up. Opie responds, saying, I would say there's been about an incident every week or second week for the past three or four months, but I wasn't really paying attention in the beginning. This week, however, there have been three, with the 2 face being the first thing I couldn't just dismiss as carelessness. Rose Red says, this is hard. You're the a-hole if it's the first thing you do. I suggest seeing a doctor first. If you really think your husband gaslighting you is more likely than a medical issue to the point that you won't even see a doctor, your marriage is probably doomed regardless of what you do. I had weird memory issues that gradually got worse and it turned out to be small seizures. It doesn't hurt to get checked out. If you have a close friend or relative you can confide in, it could help to have someone else let you know if you seem to be more forgetful now or if they think your husband is acting sketchy. Ascendant Rubber says some legit terrible advice in this thread. There's literally no justification to putting cameras up inside your house to catch your husband doing something as nefarious as gaslighting you simply because some randoms on the internet told you it was a good idea. That's a good way to find out you've got some sort of illness or CO poisoning and lose your marriage in one go. Just remember that none of the people on Reddit are going to help you pick up the pieces after they've given you some advice based on not much. Sorting out the CO detectors and going to a doctor would be a much better place to start. Lily May says a technical, you're the a-hole, because not telling him is a bad idea. But I don't think it would make you an a-hole. If he's effing with you, the weirdness will stop when the camera is on and you'll know it's him. If he's not and he finds out, he'd be deeply angry and hurt. If there's another cause, you're being forgetful, he's being forgetful, etc, etc, you'll be able to catch it. Do the carbon monoxide thing first. I'd also ask if you've stated slash stopped any medications lately. Have a family or personal history of sleep disorders and make sure you've had a regular checkup done with blood work if this forgetfulness is new. Low blood sugar can really mess with your brain, but it's an easy fix. So, OP does update the post, which says, A boring update. No carbon monoxide, no ghosts, no one else living in the house. I could only wish my house was big enough or soundproof enough for that to be possible. No gaslighting and probably no serious illness either. The camera itself was a complete failure. Between how infrequently the issues happen, me trying to be discreet, and me just forgetting to use it. Yes, some aware of the irony, I have not yet managed to capture any of my forgetting instances. However, when I came to take my medication one day, I saw I hadn't taken it the day before. I remember the silence in the alarm I had for taking it. I remember going in with the intention of taking it, but no memory after that was too much to think my husband was somehow getting hold of another pack of my prescription medication to set this up so it had to be me forgetting but the comments here made me realize why i was entertaining the thought at all my husband was not reacting with what i considered the appropriate level of concern in fact he was actively downplaying everything so i sat down with him to discuss it apparently from his point of view nothing has changed in what i'm doing just in how i'm reacting to it He says I've always been absent-minded. He says it's a personality trait, not a symptom. But in the past, I'd be, oh, did I? Sorry, and now I'm, I don't remember that. There must be something wrong. He knows that I'm already being treated for depression slash anxiety. So he thought the best thing to do was to try and calm me down. He didn't realize it was having the opposite effect. He's willing to support me in anything I want to do, but it's clear he's convinced there's nothing to worry about. His certainty rocked my certainty. And my doctor agrees with him. The doctor is arranging for blood tests to make sure, but he says he expects the problems will largely clear up when I'm a little further into my course. Tetraline for the curious. We'll see, but probably nothing to worry about. Thank you to everyone for your concern and suggestions. And the You're the A-hole did help me back off before taking a step that could have damaged my relationship forever. I'm grateful for having a place I could talk this out when I had no one else I felt I could speak to. Your help has meant the world to me. Edit to clarify. The camera mentioned here is small, portable camera I've been carrying with me and recording myself with. I did not film my husband at any point. And I'm not saying it's the case or anything, but OP mentioning Cetraline. I remember when I was on Cetraline when, you know, I found out about my mum and all that sort of stuff and I was on it for a little while. And I remember sort of being like, the only way I can explain it is like numbness, like like a fog and of course, People have different side effects with Cetraline as well and other antidepressants. And even more so in like the first three weeks while it was sort of balancing itself in my system, I guess, I would find that that was the case. Again, I'm not saying that's the case for OP, but a bit of that's what I experienced when I was on Cetraline. But I do really hope that things balance out for OP. What do you guys make of this situation? Do you have any thoughts on it? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. The late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? and our next story comes from imaginary grape 4432 who says am i the a-hole for saying sorry i forgot you were my grandma to my grandma hi this happened fairly recently but i was told i was an a-hole so i wanted a neutral opinion context i 16 female have always been the only grandchildren along with my 17 female sister because of this our grandparents spent a lot of time with us Recently, however, my uncle and aunt had two kids, toddlers at the moment. Now, on to the story. Recently, a close cousin of ours passed away. Our funeral was two days after my birthday and one day after an orthodontist appointment of mine. The orthodontist appointment made it so it hurt to eat any food that wasn't soft, relevant later. Anyway, we went to the funeral and after that to the burial. Some of my grandma's family were buried there, so... She asked me and my family to look for them and take photos of their graves for her. We did, but this took us about one and a half hours, so. When we finally got to the celebration of life, the food was not only cold, but almost gone. Now, my uncle and his oldest toddler were with us at the ceremony too, so they had arrived at the celebration of life with us. It's also worth mentioning, I hadn't really eaten anything all day except some snacks, so being that it was two o'clock, I was hungry. So I got the food that was easy to tear apart and went to sit down. My grandma had my uncle's toddler and all of a sudden started taking my food to give to him. Mind you I told her I couldn't eat much because my mouth hurt. Well she ended up giving all the food I could eat to my baby cousin leaving me hungry. When I got upset my grandma said, sorry I forget you're my granddaughter. I won't lie that hurt and I didn't talk to her for the rest of the day. Anyway, we're at my uncle's house two days after. And she asked me to do something for her. And in my genius moment I said, Okay, first name, I can do that. When she stared at me in confusion, I finally said, Oh, sorry, I forgot you were my grandma. In front of one of my aunts and my grandpa, not her husband. I could tell she tried to laugh it off, but it bothered her. I was told by my aunt I should apologize because I needed to be respectful, and that wasn't. But I still haven't apologized and don't plan to unless I'm really in the wrong. So Reddit, am I... The a-hole. I'm going to start straight in their comments with an enthusiast who says, Not the a-hole. Your grandmother is your elder. She should realistically have some concern with raising you reasonably. I don't think what you did was petty. You lashed down. She didn't like it because it struck a nerve. And now, whichever one of you is the bigger person, you should address the elephant-shaped balloon in the room, and you two can hopefully clear the air. Remarkable buyer says, not the a-hole. First, never apologize when you are not sorry. It's a waste of time and energy for everyone involved. Second, your response was actually very appropriate. You got your point across and taught her a lesson without being disrespectful. Your aunt just wants you to apologize because she was raised with the old school belief that children must blindly tolerate crappy behavior from their elders. Nessie says everyone sucks here. How petty you are all being. Grandma shouldn't have said that and you should have been mature enough not to retaliate. Days later. Wita says, it sounds like you were going through a difficult time with the loss of a family member. It's understandable that you were feeling frustrated and upset when your grandma gave the food you were able to eat to your baby cousin. However, it's not appropriate to respond to your grandma in a hurtful or disrespectful way, even if you were feeling upset. You said, I forgot you were my grandma in a sarcastic tone, which clearly bothered her and it's not a respectful way to talk to a family member. The words might have been said in the heat of the moment, but it still hurt your grandma and it's important to acknowledge that and make amends. It's important to remember that your grandma is also dealing with the loss of a family member and may be struggling with her own emotions. It's important to communicate with your grandma and work through any issues that you may have with her in a respectful and understanding way. It might be helpful to apologize for your comment, even if you still feel hurt or frustrated about the situation. It's important to keep in mind that family members make mistakes and it's important to have healthy ways of communicating and working through conflicts. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story from newmama353 who says, am I the a-hole for not asking my mother-in-law nicely to hand over the baby for feeding? Hi, I'm a new mum. Had my son five weeks ago. My husband's parents have been staying with us and things have been super overwhelming. Mother-in-law has a habit of taking the baby and refusing to give him back to me. She'd say I'm deliberately ruining her time with him. My son needs feeding every two hours and she basically makes me beg her to hand him over to me so I could feed. Last night at 10pm, mother-in-law had my son in her arms while sitting on the couch with my husband and his dad. I was exhausted. The baby started crying. I told my mother-in-law to hand him over to me so I could feed him. She refused and I kept asking. My husband starts talking about what a whiny little girl I was to complain that our son is receiving love and cuddles and how I'm using feeding as an excuse to keep the baby away from his mum. I ignored him and told his mum to hand over the baby. She refused and said I needed to wait a little longer. I got angry at this point. My husband said I could take the baby after I asked his mom nicely. This had me seething. I meanly told his mum to stop being annoying and overbearing and hand him over to me she looked at me shocked and hurt she handed the baby over and ran into the guest room and my husband gave me a look then followed her and stayed inside to comfort her he came into the room while i was feeding my son and started yelling about how disrespectful i was to speak to his mum this way and treat her poorly when all she's doing is showing our son more love than i do i told him about how she's been taking the baby for hours and preventing me from feeding him properly He said that one, our son isn't an object for me to act like I own him and two, his mum was doing nothing wrong and three, I should have asked nicely instead of being a bee to his mum and making her cry. I started crying and yelled that I'd go to my mum's place if his parents stay any longer and he yelled back saying, shut the f up, you're only acting up because you don't want my parents around. F's wrong with you. and walked out. I felt terrible thinking maybe I was rude to his mum but I also think that I've hit my limits here i the a-hole for not asking her nicely like my husband wanted and we're gonna start with a redditor who says not the a-hole at all and i'm very alarmed at your husband calling you a whiny little girl for trying to feed your child then attempting to prevent him from being fed even when he was crying until you asked his mother nicely for permission to feed your own child you seriously need to reevaluate if this is a safe environment for your child to be raised in no IRXN says in quotes i started crying and yelled that i'd go to my mum's place Then continues, do this now. You are under such stress both emotionally and physically. I think having an actual loving supportive environment is the best thing for both you and your child. Take your child, go to your mum, and actually see how you're supposed to be treated by someone who actually loves you. Your husband is an abusive a-hole. Please, for the sake of your child, don't let that become the norm of their life. Not the a-hole. Malibu says, showing your son more love than you do. says, well, maybe because the monster-in-law is hogging the baby. She's doing more harm than good and obviously doesn't love the baby as much as he thinks. If she can sit there and hear them cry because they are hungry. Not the a-hole, but please get out before anything happens. They sound super toxic. Hope all goes well. Stay safe, OP. OP responds and says, you know this line hit me so hard. He managed to make me feel like I'm a horrible mom and there was something wrong with me. He keeps saying my reaction to every little thing is abnormal and exaggerated. I'm dealing with so much depression and anxiety, so that might explain why he'd think that, but I still think his mum is being a bit much. Impressive brain says, excuse me, how is the bonding time of a grandmother and baby more important than the time between mother and baby, even if it wasn't for feeding him? And what the hell do you even have to accommodate your in-laws for several days with a effing newborn at home? After five weeks, I was still bleeding like hell and didn't allow visits for more than three hours. You already have to put your baby first. Mother-in-law, and husband for that matter, has to accept that her feelings have no priority right now. The most important thing is for the baby to gain weight, not the a-hole, obviously. And one more comment from Brontosaurus Babe who says, I have a five-week-old and reading this filled me with so much primal rage for you. Your mother-in-law is being unreasonable and cruel to make you beg for your own baby. Your husband is a major a-hole for not having your back. They're both gaslighting you and being incredibly hypocritical by making you feel like you're being the a-hole to her for making her cry. She broke the cardinal rule of not coming between a mother and a child, and she got to deal with the consequences. Postpartum is an important time for you to bond with and learn to care for your baby. There's absolutely no reason for in-laws to stay with you for this long, especially if they're being so cruel to you. Please, please take your baby and go to your mom's house. Your husband and mother-in-law are only going to get worse not the a-hole. Editing to add, when someone treats you the way your mother-in-law is, you do not owe them any sort of politeness. Your mother-in-law deserves to be embarrassed and feel like crap for what she is doing to you. Now, I'm gonna turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending your time with me today. As I always say, 20 minutes or so out of your day, absolutely incredible so thank you so so much and if you do have a moment of your time don't forget to click that like button it really does help out the channel and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love